Hey everybody, it's the 43rd episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm Jack. I think it's 43. I'm I'm Andy, and as usual, n- neither of us looked at the pre- the previous episode number to be sure about which episode number this actually is. But yeah, it's 43. Look, I don't, I'm a busy man. and <laughs> A busy man on this fine sat Sunday afternoon. Listen, that I Persona know the five both of exists. Us, all we've done is play Persona Five, so we're not that busy. I mean, we are busy because it's important. It is I have to important. maintain a completely fictional calendar for fictional people. That's work. <laughs> that is work, my friend. Dude, that's why you just got to go with the flow, man. I don't know if any of you guys are playing Persona. If not, you should. It's extremely good, but. You know, it's the best. You don't it's gotta the take best. the calendar that seriously, Jack. You know, you just go with the flow. Some some things only happen on certain days, Andrew. You gotta go to the bathhouse on Sundays or when it's raining. Yeah, that's no, what you, New you, Game Plus is for. So you just you buy the juice on Sunday. That's you just you're just cooling, man. You're just straight cooling. Play play the game, let it happen. Yeah, but I want to be the smartest, best boy that there is. <laughs> I just want right? to have max guts. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's Just the first thing I'm putting all my off. effort into maxing out guts because I want my pro tag to be to do really fucking stupid things. <laughs> so you can talk to the guy about the gun. Uh, like, I can't. Hey, I cannot wait to talk to the guy about the gun. But we're about to get into spoilers for Persona, and this is not a Persona yeah. podcast. Although this, I wish, I kind of <laughs> wish it was right now because it's kind of all I can think about. But, but no, we have point another being, this job. is a, this is a JoJo podcast, and we're going to talk to you about some JoJo, and we're also going to talk to you about some Cool Shock BT, aka Magic Boy BT, aka Magical BT, aka the kid, the twelve year old kid who murders 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 people. They he kills them. <laughs> he he does kill he well, he leads to their death. He's he he never bloodies his hands. Well, that's true. I mean, he's kind of just like a mastermind, really. Like he indirectly does the murder. But he just doesn't do the he doesn't do the the killing blow. Yeah, he's like Charles Manson, you know. <laughs> yes, oh. this 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 twelve year old kid is just like Charles Manson. Uh, I mean, we haven't read all of it yet. <laughs> oh God! But before we get to that, we get to pick up uh, the fool Iggy and Geb Nadul, and. Yeah, so this first page where we start is uh, our our friend Duel here is being blind, and our other friend Iggy <laughs> is being blind. weird. So, <laughs> good start. Yeah, the footsteps of a four legged beast, the dog. What? What do I? What to do? Should I kill the dog? And <laughs> should I kill the dog? Cut to Iggy just like taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst Daredevil comic ever. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's not Daredevil until ninjas show up and it gets stupid. <laughs> That's what you think. Oh, man. Um, Team Joj was in a bad spot. Kakyoin got his eyes clawed. Uh, Abdul got wounded. Um, the Joj car is on its way out because Abdul is just cutting it to pieces with his water. And also because it, the, the team Joj, they, they, like we always say, they can't have one mode of transportation for more than like one chapter. Every single car, plane, truck is just gone. <laughs> Sub, boats, <laughs> ev- hand gliders, ev- everything. They, they, can't, they can't have transport. Yeah, so the car is rendered not usable. Um, and they're all just sitting on the sand. They gotta stay still because Nadul can sense the vibrations through the sand. And it's exactly like Tremors, and we talked about Tremors before. Yes, yeah, so we've, we've spoke about Tremors multiple times in the show. Mm-hmm. And but, so they're in a bad <clears throat> spot because, as we discovered in the, the last uh, couple chapters, is uh, Geb the stand is a water-based stand. So it's basically just this like goop comes out of the ground and, and murders you. Yeah, it's it can take any shape or form. It's really sharp, and Abdul uh, pulls a Kevin Bacon here, and distracts the with the uh, the water stand Nadul uh, Geb right. It's Geb uh, by throwing the seemingly infinite rings that he has on his wrist on the sand, so it looks like or feels like that he's taking steps across the desert. Abdul channeling his inner Sonic. <laughs> I was just. 
they, just to bring look, the Sonic references back. <laughs> the rings look extremely Sonic-like. Yeah. Like, very much so. And as uh, Geb starts to pull up... You know, up you beneath... ever think about how weird it is that Sonic's collectibles are rings? N- no, because they're probably, like, the easiest thing to draw. No, like, yeah, less... but, like, alright, so, like, uh, t- uh, technical reasons and, like, logical reasons aside, it's weird as fuck. I mean, at least well, Mario, he gets money. Yeah, but technical reason, like, way back when... They, maybe they wanted to make a coin, but they were already stressing the uh, the hardware to its maximum. So they're like, "What if we just what what if we just make a circle?" Well, that's fine. But then then in the future games, once uh, our our good hedgehog friend starts interacting with uh, with humanity, uh, it seems that the humans use rings as a form of currency, which gets even weirder. It, well, I mean, it's not like they could change it. Have you met Sonic fans? <laughs> like, what what would happen if Sonic suddenly stopped collecting rings? It would be an uprising. Like, it's true. There would be there would be no uh, nobody left alive after that. Riding in the streets. <laughs> anyway, four five steps. He's walking very quietly, but I can hear him. And then Abdul gives his tisk tisk that we love so much. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, why did he only take five steps? Why hasn't he moved any further? And just as Magician's Red winds up to punch Geb out of existence, it uh, squirrels away on him and dives into uh, Abdul's neck and just takes a nice chunk of it out. Gross. But Indul did di- did take some damage, like a little burn. But he's too crafty for Abdul. And now Abdul's in uh Yeah, Abdul streets. definitely underestimated him a little bit there, and now he has his throat cut open, so like he should be dead, but it's mm-hmm. not his time for the second time just yet. <laughs> not the second time. <laughs> um and Iggy throughout all this is just chilling. It's just like Just get a lot of exposition of Nadul explaining to us what we can see. Which is Skipping like not, over it. not not the best thing in the universe. Like I get it's his inner monologue, but like he can't see. But what we can see, we can see what's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Great panel of of Jorts running with his leg. Feet. He's look got stilts on, feet. dude. He's got stilts. <laughs> these stupid feet. Just look at like his pants leg in this. His left. I'm um, sorry. His right leg. It mm-hmm. looks like he he's just has still he, he has his stilts on, but the stilts are resting on his knee and his leg is bent backwards. Ooh. Oh <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh man. Thank it, God the the bad panels haven't left us just yet. <laughs> yeah, and the the facing page is my favorite uh George running. Like where, is this the one you're talking about from the front or from the back? From the front. Oh, the front is Because his best his one. his left leg it, that's supposed to be the foot, his left foot, but like I said, it just looks like his right leg is bent, and there's a stilt under his knee. <laughs> and it's just a flamingo. It's so weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, so George start takes off running towards Iggy and just grabs him like a football, <laughs> and Indul is just screaming in his head, "It's the dog, Jotaro! Grab the dog! He knows." <laughs> <laughs> Iggy looks terrifying in this one panel because his jaw is too big. Like, ugh. Oh, God. Um, Dog mouths don't work like that. They do not. And Jorts is basically giving Iggy an ultimatum. It's like, time to earn your keep, Iggy. Where is it coming from? Tell me, or else we're going to die together. I don't have any gum for you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the fool shows up as a glider and picks up Iggy and starts flying away. Uh, but not before Jorts jumps up and grabs on too. This is not how flight works, by the way. No. Okay? But, whatever. It's close um, enough, I guess. Yeah. So now Indul can't hear Jotaro uh, through the sand because they're not touching the sand. So they can get some distance on him uh, before they can before he figures out where they are. And the panel of Iggy just like, is very good. Like, just clutched in between the paws of the fool. 
And like, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, Joey and Polnareff are just nursing their dying friends. Yeah, their friends aren't doing well. Yeah, because Abdul and Kakyoin have both gotten absolutely murderized by Geb so far, and it's very, it's very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as Jorts and Iggy are falling to the sand, Iggy starts fear farting, and uh, Jorts is like, stop, stop tensing up like that, you're farting, you better not let loose a big one, I guess I have no choice but to give us some more air. And uh, using Star Platinum's leg in addition to his own leg, I, I don't guess. really understand how that whole thing works. Because why wouldn't you just always use your stand power superimposed on yourself? Like, I mean, is, isn't that the just like the ultimate like the ultimate logical failing of the idea? Like the stands, like you, you kind of just have to like that's the thing you have to suspend your disbelief for. I feel because I always think about that stuff, and it always just doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah like why do they pop out and why do they just not like have them always in them yeah um, or like they they just it gets a little better as the series continues but in part three mm. there just doesn't seem to be any sort of specific like no like rules I, just right well it just keeps going back and forth between this is an extension of their bodies and it's a punch ghost it's like both <laughs> Whereas, it's like, a I lot feel of like things at the same time. Later in the series, it becomes either or. Like, especially once you get to, like, part five, it's, like, either it's, like... Well, it's, no, I'm sorry. Especially part seven, it's either, like, part of you or, or, or like, a separate being. Like, it's a lot more well-defined. Yeah. It... Uh, stand rules. Yeah. But, it's not worth arguing about, really. <laughs> no, it, it gets better as we go on. Um, so Jorts touches off on the sand and gives a big old kick, and then Enduel figures out that they're heading his way. Um, they're still just gliding on the fool, just, uh, just, just having a nice little flight. While Geb kind of figures out their trajectory and gets, gets, gets up right under them. And they're coming up to Enduel, and it's just like, pretty good, a pretty good standoff. Like, it's not bad. Um, Indul figures out that they're coming towards him and actually uses the sand, like, I don't really understand what he's doing, like, he's shooting up the sand somehow? Like, I guess he's using Geb to put moisture in the sand and then you control it like that. Maybe? Yeah. Cause, like, it, it's sand! Sand is falling from the sky! He's shooting stand, he's shooting stands into the air, no. <laughs> he's shooting sand into the air! Fuck! <laughs> trying to determine our location from the sound of the sand bouncing off us, just like a submarine using sonar. Man, I miss our submarine. Oh, God. Yeah. Rest and in peace. right as they're about to touch down, uh, Geb barrels up from the sand and is gonna cleave Jorts in two, but Star Platinum, of course, uh, is able to kind of deflect it. And Jorts just gets uh, his shoulder gouged out. Star Platinum oh. swarping out of out of Jorts is very good. Because <laughs> he, wow, he's kind of just like superimposed on top of him, just like. Rah! Yep, yep, it's really good, and they just look like they just look like conjoined twins. Mm-hmm. And Iggy is really not about this right now. Um, as the fool uh, lowers down, and now Jorts is being dragged through the sand towards Geb, um, to his death. <laughs> oh, man. Enduel is loving this. It's like, that dog is dragging Jatara straight into my stand. It'll do anything to save its own hide, even sacrifice its master. That's what you get for relying on such a fickle canine, Jotaro. Now I'll put you out of your misery. Until un That is, until Star Platinum takes matters <laughs> into his own hands. <laughs> and with a fucking fastball special, uh, pitches Iggy like hundreds of miles an hour at Enduel. Like, remember, Star Platinum is, like, really, really fast. <laughs> it's so. just so great, because Iggy was really going to let him die, and Jotaro just fucking it's like, launched no, him. You. Yeah, I love the little Iggy tumbling through the air. It's perfect. Um, What the? He threw something at me? What was it? This gust of wind. As Iggy just, oh my god. 
uh, is coming at him like a bullet. The po- this powerful pitch, the dog's going to smash me. I must bring my stand back from where Jotaro is now. Um, and this is kind of a confusing, like yeah. Does the, he does he hit him or not? Okay, so Induel brings his stand back up to block Iggy coming at him, and Iggy pulls the fool out and hits Geb, and it's not super clear what was happening. And now as the dust clears and Iggy is just on the sand, just huff, huff, this one panel. He looks he like just... he has, he looks like he has human knees. In this, <laughs> because he kind of, no, he kind of looks like a weird spider dog with four yeah, legs. Like he, he looks like a weird crab. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I was so distracted by the dog. I lost Jotaro's position. Where is he? Right behind in duel. <laughs> of course he is. I'm here. Where is he? Where's Jotaro? Where are you? Jotaro looking like his fucking stand. <laughs> yeah, very powerful pose right off, right just right behind Indul, but he can't get close cuz Geb is surrounding Indul with a puddle of death. <laughs> you know what's funny no. now that I think what? about this as just another weird tangent? Well, mm-hmm. cuz like in Persona, the dub they mispronounce their names, so it's like Sakamoto. But, like, it's funny because, like, when we say Jotaro, I think we're making the same pronunciation error. Jotaro. That, that's, that's it. Jotaro. Yeah, but Jotaro. We've gone over this before, but I just think it's funny because I think it's the same, same sort of issue here. Yeah, but saying Jotaro instead of Jotaro, um, just kind of, it's, it takes up less time and... It's just easier to, like, slip in. I mean, that's why we just went with jorts. Like, well, yeah, that's why I like jorts. But I don't really have a problem with calling him Jotaro. I was just, I'm just, like, always trying to figure out how to properly say things, I guess. Yeah, it would be Jotaro. Yeah. But, because Jotaro is putting the emphasis on the first syllable, which is the same thing that Persona does for Sakamoto and Takanashi exactly and And that's that's exactly what it made me think of because it's just like no that's not where the emphasis goes (laughs) Uh, there is no emphasis it's japanese (laughs) yeah there's no stresses (laughs) yeah i know you managed to get so close if i didn't have this water shield around me you would have already struck me from behind now that you're so close i no longer need this cane to hear you but i'll need it when i go home and he puts the cane in the sand as it slowly falls over. Uh, Iggy screams his own name, which I never got. <laughs> like Iggy! Yeah. Is he a Pokemon, dude? <laughs> yeah, he might as well be. And as the cane is falling to the ground, Star Platinum comes out, Geb comes out, and it's, oh man, these panels are so cool. Oh. And right before the cane hits the ground, Star Platinum just comes out and gets Geb, uh, gets Enduel right in the chest. Just like yep, right or, in the heart. One strong aura right to the fucking gut. Yeah. right. And Geb misses Jorts instead of knocking off his hat, showing that he has hair and not just a hat hair. For, like, I think the second time this has happened, the, yeah. the hat got knocked off. But if you look at the hat... Uh, that's as it's flying away you can see little bits of the hair on the back of the hat yeah it doesn't make sense it's never <laughs> makes made sense I, I i i i let this one slide because i think it was like an artistic goof basically i don't i i, I think it's intentional and meant to be weird yeah it because they play play around with it like later yeah. on and as the cane hits the sand in duel falls down with like a crater in his chest <laughs> As Star Platinum is just screaming and Jorts' hat goes off into the distance. Geb, uh, Geb falls to the ground. It's like, and then Jorts goes into a neat little monologue. It's like, you knocked off my hat. Do you realize that I didn't even take that hat off when I was sco- scoob diving? Scub diving? I, I think I think this this uh, uh, speech over here is directed at us, the readers. Hey, yeah, because I think went it was back weird and that I didn't take my hat off. Yeah, because I went back and was like, holy shit, he does have his hat on underwater. <laughs> Don't worry, I went easy on you. It wasn't a fatal blow. 
and jokes on jorts. Oh, that's a fun phrase, jokes on jorts. Um, and Duel uses Geb to just punch himself through his head and just. I got so pierce. many questions about this. All right, I, I actually really ha- mainly have one question. Okay, go ahead. Why would stands be able to kill their own users? Well, okay, because Geb is like a is a weird stand because it's in it's a stand that inhabits a physical object like the fool. Like I'm pretty sure people could see the fool. Like if because they it's made of sand, yeah. Because it's made out of a real thing, and I think that that's the same deal with Geb. Like, Indul is controlling the spirit that controls the water. Like the water isn't actually his stand; it's a physical object. So he's able to use it to kill himself. But okay. Then again, there's nothing telling us that stands couldn't like you couldn't just tell your stand to kill yourself. Like. Yeah, I mean that's true. I. But you know, that, yeah, that's a that's more <laughs> that there was more logic in what you told me than I honestly expected there to be. So you know what, I'll take it. That, yeah, that it, that actually makes some sense. Okay. Yeah, because it's like uh, what's oh surface? Because I'm pretty sure people could see like the weird wooden doll a surface. It it the stand itself was just like like this literally the surface. That, right. I didn't realize that before. That's a fun pun. Thanks, Araki. um so yeah Induul is dying like (laughs) and just brain splurting out like what you used your own stand to kill yourself yotaro you were planning to interrogate me asking me about the other eight stand users weren't you i won't tell you anything that you can use against him (laughs) how can i still talk i should have been dead the instant i did that oh and again it's just another person that's so in love with dio that they're willing to die for him it's like big surprise yeah iggy iggy looks like a gross little slug like and you know for someone that just said that he wasn't going to talk about anything and that he's like dying with a head wound he gives some fucking exposition here he, he manages now, with the big hole through his head, to talk about how his name is the Duel and his stand is Geb, one of the nine great gods of Egypt. There's definitely more than nine gods of Egypt. Oh, oh well. yeah, but the great gods of Egypt. Right, like, The of fantastic ones. The nine gods of Egypt, what are the others? <laughs> I will only tell you about my own stand. After all, you beat me. That's why I told. Conveniently, mm. after he finished his speech, he dies. And yeah. George stands the wind through his face and Iggy Fudukin just creeping behind him. <laughs> yeah. And Jotaro buries in duel, putting his cane over this mound of sand that he's made. He controls people like a cult. What kind of man is this Dio? The nine gods of Egypt? I don't know what he's talking about, but I guess we have no choice but to keep going. Iggy's here. <laughs> I doubt you want to be dragged out of the desert and forced into some human fight. I don't blame you for being upset. Want some gum? Uh, Iggy runs away, obviously angry because he's been forced into a human fight. I do and like then, that uh, Jotaro, uh, he can re- he relates with Iggy. He finds some common ground. Yeah, I mean, seeing as he doesn't really he doesn't really relate to anybody, but he def he sees something in this dog. He sees himself <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that dog's a pain in the ass. He can stay in the desert for all I care. Just as Iggy comes back with Jorts' hat, he's like, well, what do you know? You got my hat for me. You're not that bad after all. This <laughs> close-up cover- of Iggy with the hat in his mouth is actually kind of cute. Like, he's like, oh. Like, I think it's the only time I can think of that Iggy doesn't look like a horrible monster. <laughs> Hang on. That hat turns into a couple different sizes. Yes, you it does. That- <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's small enough to for the brim to fit in Iggy's mouth. And then it's big enough to cover Jotaro's entire head. So, hmm. Eh. It's also covered in coffee gum, which is nice of Iggy. And somehow the Joge car is fixed? I don't, I never uh, got this either. Oh, it just it's just fine. Wheels and all. Yeah. Jotaro, Jotaro, you alright? Yara yara does eh? And that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so like a pretty decent start to the to the second half Iggy's oh, great and like Nadula and Geb is okay and like I know I've gone on about this before but I just want to reiterate since we just covered this that this 
that this uh this arc got two entire episodes in the oh original six episode OVA, and I will still never understand that. It got over an hour of content. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know why, because it's not really that interesting of a stand fight. Like, no, it just happens in a desert. It happens in a desert, and we get some like good interactions between Endul and Jotaro, and like sure. the Iggy stuff is good. But, like, the whole actual fight is nonsense. It, yeah, it's it's fine. and that, But everything that follows afterwards is just super good. That's like, just why is... it's, like, extra confusing. Like, like, Darby gets one episode, but this gets two. Yeah, this was, like, the last middling arc to happen for the rest of uh, Stardust Crusaders. Man, the rest of Stardust Crusaders. It's... it's here we're almost there yeah it's really weird that we could say that we're gonna have to do like two episodes for dio's world or just like a super long one. Oh yeah we'll we'll cover we'll cover dio's world in like insane detail because that's good that's gonna be a hell of a fucking milestone man yeah for, the, for this show just to do the whole thing wow yeah what the fuck but anyway so we'll pick Who's up ready for next cool week shock? what's that Who's ready for Cool Shock? I'm not ready for Cool Shock yet, but I just <laughs> wanted to say next week we're going to cover another weird uh, uh, title for the manga arc, where the anime had a better title, I guess, but in the mm-hmm. manga it's called Kanum Oingo and Thoth Boingo. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's just Oingo and Boingo, you know it. You you all know what Oingo and Boingo is. I don't know why they well because it was still going but because it was geb in duel like they were naming the stand and then the user for whatever reason yeah like it's Bass dumb Mariah. thankfully they dr- they dropped this with anubis think they dropped that naming scheme with anubis yeah because anubis didn't have a user so it was like and then they just left it off when yeah. they did the darbies but yeah oingo bungo is really great and so we'll get to that next week so now let's mm-hmm. jump over to our weird friends BT and Koichi in Cool Shock BT Part 4, oh. the two old oh guys. Oh god, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> so this cover, again, another very simple cover with the, the you know... The half arrows, the half The half arrows, out. the full arrow this time pointing at BT for some reason. This BT, is BT. This this one, not the yeah, other Yeah, this one. is the one that's BT, and BT and Koichi are on a double bike, I guess. <laughs> and then Koichi... Reason introduces the chapter like he has done before rod sterling rod sterling rod sterling style <laughs> i i just don't know what to say adults they're the problem we biked to this lake thinking we'd do some fishing and what happened the two old guys incident i'm glad so, that he names all of these like horrible events that they go through <laughs> yeah it's not great <laughs> uh, but bt and koichi are fishing Koichi got a got a got a nice fish right in the bucket, and BT of course has to play a trick. Um, puts a lid over the bucket, does some hand signs over the bucket, making the fish disappear and reappear on Koichi's hat. It's like, all right, just showing off. And then this bad man shows up. <laughs> <laughs> just just look at him and tell me that he's up to something good. I he can't. don't like him at all. That's a very interesting trick. Did you come up with it? I guess it's easy to tell you're using two fish, but... Old guy, who are you? My apologies, I'm staying at a villa nearby. You just seem to be having so much fun, I just... You two, all alone? Guess we are recycling! (laughs) You cycled here to dodgy looking. (laughs) You cycled here to this nowhere village? That's impressive as well. Uh... And then there's some kind of scream. Or, I don't know what this sound effect is meant to imply. It's, um, Ooh, teen. Ooh, teen. What? Who was that? What do you mean? Did I hear? Did I hear something? You can fake a fucking boulder with this guy's chin. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely heard something. This is a good area, you know. No work, no wife, no kids. When I want to get away from it all, I come here. Is there something on my face, boy? oh god this panel oh god (laughs) that isn't a fake mustache is it um i want to point out every time that this man's mouth disappears and it looks like his mustache is a tiny screen yeah i I was just gonna ask that so his mouth is gone and his face is 100 percent chin (laughs) 
but the way so the face is composed, it just looks like his mustache is like his his mouth is open, and he looks scared. But the way the the way the mustache is drawn <laughs> looks like the mouth, and it follows the rest of the composition of the panel. So it turns into this weird like meta thing. It's like was it on, was it on purpose? <laughs> oh man, it's really good. BT, you can't just ask people that. And then one of their bike wheels rolls by, and then their handlebars, and then bits of their bike uh, are being thrown away by this weird man in an army uniform that's slowly disassembling their bikes. This can only end well. Who is this guy? Oh my, what is going on? What? Why is he? (laughs) He turns around, and man, there's a lot of things going on with this guy's face. (laughs) And then, Andrew... You wanna you wanna turn the page and uh, see what's going on? <laughs> oh God! Oh no! <laughs> so. Oh uh, no! What the fuck? Why is his mouth gone again? And why did he turn out to be Hitler? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so the the mustache man we saw before. Uh, rips off his coat and reveals that he's wearing uh, a Nazi SS uniform and uh, screams at the two children, Who the hell are you, Imperial Spot? Man, that's the wrong voice. Who the hell are you, Imperial Spies? As of now, you're prisoners of war. Uh, oh my gosh. Do you know who I am? I'm the leader of this detainment camp. Ugh. I mean, so, here's the thing. These two men are are basically just cosplaying Nazis at this point. Um, Cause they're very, they're, they're very sick in the head. <laughs> they're very clearly. Oh, uh, as BT is like, this, this is all one's happening. Cu- what? This one's cute. I kind of want to kiss him. What the fuck? Yeah. The- what the fuck? <laughs> so not only are they, they Nazis, but this one's a fucking pedo. Yeah. What do you think you're doing? Shut up, kid. I'm so very glad you came. Now we don't have to use cats and dogs anymore. Now, are we going to play? As this, That's not what a dog skeleton looks like at all. That, that looks like a crocodile. Whatever. Whatever. Fool, only do as is commanded of you. So, old guy, I guess you're pretending to be an army guy for the power trip? You will call me highness. Do not say old guy again guess we can't talk our way out this guy's a dictator silence talk again and you'll regret it like oh man i i just like what is happening what you should untie me you'll regret having not stopped the dogs and cats bt i don't think it's a good idea to egg them on you're a funny kid yeah i like you how about we make a bet what oh it's just a small bet Look there, you should see a citizen's car parked ahead. And there's a car by this pier. Uh, can't really tell because the ground is the same color. At, no, okay. It's the car right in front of this intersection. Another guy is fishing close to it. So the bet is when the guy gets back, he's got two choices. Is he going to go right or left? You choose. That's it. Just pick right or left. You're planning something. Right or left. I don't know when this guy put on sunglasses, but he put on sunglasses. Like, did I did I miss that? Oh no, uh, he's pulling he's pulling sunglasses out of his pocket in one panel. I guess I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride at this point, man. What the fuck? Right or left? Hurry up! Are we gonna cut open your friend's nose? As uh the the other Nazi man is has a knife up Koichi's nose, uh so BT picks the left and. After he does that, the big Nazi man goes over, uh, ties BT up to the end of this car, uh, puts a knife on the left side of this fence that was going by. So now, once the car uh, starts moving, it's going to drag BT along the ground, and if it goes left, the rope's going to hit the knife and BT will be freed. If it goes right, he's going to die. (laughs) Like, oh man. Uh, they're going to kill him all right here's how it goes if you're right you all go free (laughs) jesus christ this nazi guy in the sunglasses and his big nazi hat sucks 
Oh, man. The car will go left, and that knife will t cut the rope tying you to the car. But if you're wrong, well, it's your fault. We don't hold any responsibility. Fair bet. <laughs> so the guy is walking back to, back to the car. He gets in the car and suddenly takes off as BT um, slams against the trees get, he, he is against to break his watch. Which does say Hitchcock, by the way. Oh my god. God. His watch is a Hitchcock brand watch. Um, so he can use the glass to cut the rope. Um, but before he can, car takes off and this child is dragged behind this car going at top speed. Oh, man. Fortunately, uh, as the Nazis are screaming, just make him scream. I want to hear this kid scream. <laughs> Um, I do like the this page where the rope is going through the entire length of the page. That's a nice, uh, that's a nice touch. Just, just a nice thing. Um, so the car goes left and BT is freed, but still takes a tumble because he is being dragged behind a car. Um, but the rope snaps and he's comes to a stop right in front of the two Nazi guys. Well, you're a lucky little guy. <laughs> He, oh. Why did the oh. sunglasses turn into like, uh, like sharp shades now? Like they were I, covering his whole eyes, and now it's like he lost the top half of the sunglasses. I don't know, man. There's a lot <laughs> that goes unexplained in Magic Boy BT. But basically, Koichi goes on to explain that BT knew it was gonna go left because he saw that the license plate was from one city. Um, that. That would mean that you would have to take a left out of here. So he got real lucky. <laughs> they said that they would let us go if we won this bet. And those liars. In reality, their plans for us were just getting worse. Because <laughs> this is a double wide chapter. This is 40 some pages. Worse than we could have ever have feared. What? We promised we let you go? I don't remember that at all. It's not like I didn't think you'd... Oh, it's not like I didn't think you'd say that. But just so you know... I knew that car was going left from the start. Want to know why? Because I have supernatural powers. Of course Looks like he does. hasn't learned a thing, sir. What? Said, so of course he has supernatural powers. Yeah, why? It's Magic Boy BT. It's in the title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's the cool shock going to happen? I'm still waiting for the cool shock. The cool shock is what happens to the reader every time they read a new page. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Oh. Uh, uh, Koichi has the good idea of like, uh, I'm getting out of here. No way. Not me. I'm getting out of here. Um, and well, the, one of the Nazi guys starts to run after him. It's like, thought you'd run away and just smacks him into the ground. <laughs> it's not, this isn't like fun to read because these children are just being tortured. Yeah. Um, it's very you, weird. You think you get away with hitting my best friend around? Well, yes, haha. <laughs> if you don't like something, do something about it. Oh wait, you can. And suddenly the ropes come undone as BT's uh, glass watch Hitchcock thing plan comes to fruition, with the sound effect sloop, um, and then the finger point of death. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I need to give you guys what you deserve. This I is do just like Kenshiro. That his hand with the finger point gets its own panel it's really nice but this is just a kenshiro pose like yeah which makes sense because this fizz of north star was happening like now at this point um and bt is suddenly holding a rock and then he's holding five rocks and pitches one of them into the sunglass nazi's face uh, whose mouth disappeared and his mustache changed shape so now it just looks like he's like ah oh boy oh man there's uh, and then the, the big nazi like grows 20 feet and starts running after bt um but bt's able to bend back a branch and just slam it into the big nazi's face this <sighs> <laughs> started to looney tunes all of a sudden yeah, you just need to play uh, some Benny Hill music under this. Right. <laughs> be perfect. And then BT gets grabbed by the other sunglass Nazi. 
and oh no they caught him it's my fault too my fault for trying to run away if they hang him i'm going to hang myself right after him jesus <laughs> christ what the fuck oh man the sunglass nazi winds up and just smashes bt right in the face huh, all right you're gonna feel the next one um and he winds up to kick but BT has made a noose out of the rope that he was tied up in and snares the Nazi's foot. He caught him on that rope. Oh, no. Um, right as big, big man Nazi comes back. Think you're really clever, huh, kid? I'm going to bust your nose. And then he busts his, tries to bust his nose. But BT dodges and the guy's hand just goes through this tree. Oh man! Uh, oh, an owl falls out of the tree for some reason. I don't know why. It just <laughs> does. Let go! How long are you going to hold on to me? Look, a car. Um, I'll kill you, kid. What's he gonna do? Throw BT? Yes. Ha <laughs> ha! Do it. Oh, that's a that's a really good panel. The ha ha! Do it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they throw BT into the path of this truck. Um, but BT still had a rock left and threw it at the truck. So, so the driver would be paying attention and swerves to miss BT and the driver just flips off BT. Watch where the hell you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think I might have the opportunity to let you see a good trick. I think I'll have you run around a bit and finger points the big Nazi and suddenly bt commands him to you are an ostrich i command you to run around like an ostrich (laughs) and the big nazi starts clucking if this chapter couldn't get any weirder starts clucking and then running around like an ostrich just away what did what did you do to him just a display of some of my power you're next think i might try out some psychokinesis i'll make that heart of yours explode you you as the big as a sunglass Nazi pulls out some sort of sword, I don't know where he gets this. And uh, now oh. we get the Zam finger, <laughs> the Zam finger, <laughs> just giving you what you deserve. Dude, um, just like a fucking Dragon Ball ass uh, super speed over here, where he just like turns into lines. <laughs> yeah, and he just disappears. <laughs> uh, he he's gone. How how did he? Can, can't find me. Here's the part that hurts. Yeah, somebody save me! And a rock just bashes in the sunglass Nazi's head. Ah, uh, he, he dead. Yeah, he might be dead. Phew. BT, of course, wasn't using any internet supernatural powers. It was just a trick. Let's explain what he did and get this chapter over, shall we? Oh my god. So, to paraphrase, um, BT strung some floss onto the big nazi's teeth and then tied that floss to the other end of the car uh how but whatever so that it would drag the big nazis uh he would would drag the nazi along by his teeth so it would look like he was an ostrich (laughs) and then (laughs) what (laughs) yeah man you you never done that before just getting up to some shit (laughs) <laughs> the fuck kind of logic is that? Oh man, this next one is just stupid. Okay. Next, BT's disappearing act. The stick was just BT using was just for wasn't just for show. He used it to get the Nazis' attention on the stick. Then you need to get the person to close their eyes for a second. So BT shot a rubber band at this Nazi, and at the moment that he closed his eyes, BT just jumped into this tree using this stick. Okay, that that is bullshit. <laughs> That did not, that literally did not happen. He never shot a rubber band. Oh. There was no stick. No, there was a stick. There was a stick. But there was no stick. He, no. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. This is so good. Um, And then BT starts to loot this one Nazi. Well, what this panel doing? with him sticking his hand in his pocket, it kind of looks like he's, like, putting his hand in the eye of, like, a giant. Oh, my God, it does with the nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, well, I'm, I just thought we might as well take this guy's money since we're here. Small fee for the entertainment. Might use it to repair my watch. All right, good. He was carrying a lot. Don't worry. I'll split it. I'll give him back his wall because I'm so nice. 
What what's going on here? I thought we were going to die. He's just innocently <laughs> smiling and laughing and stealing this guy's money. Come on, don't just stand there. We need to put our bikes back together and get out of here. This is BT. I'm sure I sure can choose weird best friends. Oh man. <laughs> wow. So that's chapter four of Cool Shock BT. And like the fuck at least it, the, like, at least those guys deserved to get it from bt like those guys were like evil unlike, yeah the, unlike yeah. the bullies in the last chapter like yeah they were dicks but he he killed that guy <laughs> <laughs> oh all right in so fact no that guy got it worse than the nazis did yeah that that boy is just dead yeah. like he's never brought up again oh man so, part five, the dinosaur fossil thief incident is 60 pages, so we'll just get through some, and then we'll do the rest next week, and then the rest of part six, which is called the kid with the creepy freckles incident, by the way. Thank God. All right, so we got a cover with our two boys in full rain gear. It's just raining, and these ha the, the two-tone arrows, like... It, this right. one's another full arrow this time, but keeps with the uh, the two-tone scheme of the half arrows. Yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> it's pointing to BT again, just like the last full arrow was. Like, yeah. Is it, is it really just a Rocky reminding us that that's the one that the, the book's named after? Maybe. Mm. Um, there, there he is. This is him. That, him. That's our boy. And so now we open in a mall. Late at night, well past closing time, the mall was draped with an eerie silence. To be honest, I'm not entirely comfortable telling you about this incident. Why? Because the statute of limitations still hasn't expired. Oh? Yep. And so we see a storage room. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and a crate that's shaking. And then the top bursts off the crate, revealing uh, a leg? That turns out just to be a mannequin leg, and here comes BT, because BT was in the crate. Okay, I guess he was. I guess he was in the crate. So now yeah. he's using a card to. He's gonna open the lock or take. See, here's the thing: is like this panel here with him turning the doorknob, and it just says "rattle, rattle." It's mm -hmm. like because these panels have no backgrounds, he just looks like he's holding a floating doorknob. <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> just like, yes, this is my doorknob. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, you want to see my doorknob? I brought it with me just for today. <laughs> um, but he uses a card of some kind of metal or plastic to open this door. Um, does this work? Does, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like a cliche, but like, I don't know if it actually works, to be honest with you. Maybe on just bad doors. So BT's Oh, you know what? It does work, because uh, we used to do that. At college, in the dorms, they had the, they had, like, the electronic locks with, like, the, you swipe, you, like, uh, you put your card key up to the little sensor at the end yeah. of the, NFC unlocks the door. We used to be able to jimmy those open with, with the cards. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, BT does jimmy this door open, and it turns out he's in a museum, and there's a dinosaur skeleton in front of him. Koichi, what time is it now? And Koichi was in the crate, too. <laughs> Um, seven owl, seven twenty-three. So they're in some kind of museum that's in the mall, I guess. Hmm. Wait, what is this? What does this say on the uh, the um this panel where they're in the museum? What is other bird art? What bird duke future? Other other bird duke future? Yeah, that's all I can read. Formation For of a four-toed foot. <laughs> and they just go through the museum checking this stuff out and then day two um this is bt's house it looks a lot like rohan's house oh rohan's four. house again yeah it's it it is rohan's house is this the only house rocky knows how to draw i mean it's like there's only rocky only draws one old woman old woman yeah he draws one old woman one house yeah there's always an old woman there's always a house <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's that's the worst Bioshock that we didn't get. Uh, and just as Koichi is going to knock on the door, uh, BT calls out, Koichi, come in. It's open. I, I haven't even knocked yet. 
Hello, Koichi. Hello. BT is upstairs. This is uh, BT's horrifying grandmother. Um, and then there's this other girl that's here. Well, I sh I think I should be going. I'll get back with I'll get back with you about him. You're forgetting your hat. Small things like that can end up being very serious. Sorry. I'll try to be more careful. And then BT pops out of the top and calls up Koichi. We, st we don't know who that girl is or what she was doing here. Um, seems like there's always someone new when I come here. It's just my grandmother. She kn just knows everybody. Right now, BT just lives here with his grandmother. I think he said his parents are living in another country or something. Um, and here's BT's weird room with all of his stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, stuff a kid has. <laughs> Oh, man. Is there, are there any references on these pages? I don't think so. Uh, this all looks like generic weird stuff. I mean, other than the... The Holy Other Grail? than the Clockwork Orange puppet. <laughs> well, yeah. I just puted... I just... I just... A few things. I put some ticks from that dog with the one eye at the liquor store in that bottle to the right. Because I'm a normal, well-adjusted kid. And look at this. It's a trilob trilobite fossil. That's amazing. How'd you get it? Stole it. <laughs> you stole it? Don't get so uptight. It's just a joke. Nah, he definitely stole it. Oh, he for sure stole it. Grandma, here's your coffee. Thank you, BT. Can you throw away these ads that were in the newspaper? Dinosaur fossil exhibit with this wildly inaccurate dinosaur. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this dinosaur's got tumors everywhere. Oh, I don't know why. Huh? <laughs> what is this? Dinosaurs! Let's go, Koichi, because we're still kids, even though we've accessories to a murder. <laughs> this is how I ended up going to the exhibit with BT in the first place. Still, I don't think I would have gone if I had known BT was there to steal the head of the Spinosaurus. I don't know but, what kind of dinosaur this is supposed to be, but... I don't know either. It's so I, weird. And what the fuck is a Spinosaurus? He made that up. I don't think that's a real dinosaur. Hang on. Hold on. Is, 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 it? At, is it a real dinosaur? Yeah, but it doesn't look like this. Uh, okay, so he just used the name because he that's probably the name he thought of at the time. Yeah. And of course, so the first thing they do is they go for the staff-only door because it this is Magic Boy BT and that's just what happens. <laughs> Here, get in this box. What? Why? <laughs> Is this and, where they keep the Ark of the Covenant? Uh, it might be. Also, what... Poco and Tomp? What is Poco and Tomp? You see that on those boxes? Oh, yeah. The fuck? Oh... Uh, no? I mean, Poco Loco was the thing. Or Poco was, uh, was a band. I don't know what Tomp is supposed to mean. Uh, who uh, knows? Yeah, it's just a rocky being weird there's probably some yeah i get this great spider he's great I get these weird uh mannequins with like more facial features than mannequins are supposed to have yeah. <laughs> and like, then they mannequins they... mannequins don't have eyes and lips for a very very specific reason <laughs> yeah because it's creepy yeah hide in this box it's the best place to hide till this place closes. It'll be easier to steal that Spinosaurus's head then. To what? <laughs> Thought I'd add it to my collection. You'll help me, right? No way. Are you crazy, Koichi? It'll be easy. No thanks. Wait, don't. Um, and then a security guard menacingly comes through the door and <laughs> sees Koichi just hanging out here. Who? Man, this guy is eighty percent chin. A lot of, there's a lot of chin men in this, uh, this part of BT. Yeah, dude, there's so many chins. Want to tell me what you're doing here? He's not Pat even looking at him. Patrol guard psycho. <laughs> uh, oh, psycho. F fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's definitely on purpose. Sorry, I just got lost. I Stay right there. Um, he loves this I, chewing gum. Oh, uh, it's gum. For a second, I thought it was like a mini uh, dinosaur skull, just because of the way it's shaded. 
Ever hear what bears do before hibernating? They take a little dirt from the ground and chew it up like gum. Then they put that dirt in their butthole so insects don't crawl up inside it during winter. Did I mention my name's Psycho? What the fuck? Yeah, did you think this would be a normal chapter, Andrew? There are no normal chapters. I mean, I, I don't expect it to be normal, but, like, what is coming out of these people's mouths? Like, th they say the most wild things. It's hard to explain. Might be better to demonstrate. How about it? Want to let me test it out on you? I mean, you're already back here, so might as well, right? What, what in the world is this guy talking about? I told him I was lost. I haven't done anything. Let me go already. <laughs> I know why you're here. You were thinking about stealing something. I wasn't. I promise. Don't talk back to me, kid, or I'll shove this gum up your butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you think I'm going to break your arm? This guard is insane. And BT's arm reaches out from the crate uh, with this mannequin head, this very realistic mannequin head, and throws it to distract the guard. Is someone else here? Where are you? Psycho. Something wrong back there? Mr. Kawa. This kid snuck in. Oh, he's gone. Damn it, he got away. I was too scared of that guard to do anything else than jump in that box of BT. I could have made it down the hall and out of the exhibit. <laughs> so that's why I'm here. Oh, man. Oh, BT's grandma has too many lines in her face. It looks like she's a reanimated corpse. Well, it, this looks like her lips went inside her mouth. Oh, God. Uh, and she's making a call. Uh, to presumably the museum. You can write this off as a prank call if you'd like, but I thought I'd call you to inform you that someone will be trying to steal something from your exhibit tonight. Because BT's mom is a... Grandma is a huge troll. <laughs> she just she just ratted out her grandson. She knows he can take it. If he can't, then he wouldn't be BT. That's and, true. Um... I think that, that's a good place to stop right here, because it's right in the middle before they really get into the shenanigans. Okay, sounds good. But, yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. This, this fucking thing sure is, man. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Where are Koichi's parents? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, hey, Arnold's parents. They're off on some adventure, and they, no, they never show up. parents are dead. <laughs> like... Well, they, 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 did, they were before they died they they just left yes they were alive before they died yes yes that jack correct. that's that's that, they were they were alive and then they died and the same thing happened to to bt's parents that's that's my story that's it all right that's your head cannon yep that's my head cannon so that that was a bunch of stuff to take in all at once next week we're getting into the meat of the egypt arc um, and probably going to finish up BT and then move on to a r listener suggested one shot that I'm very excited about. Yeah, we won't, oh. we won't say what it is right okay. away, but okay. it's a really good suggestion and I'm kind of mad I never thought about it yet. <laughs> I never but... knew this existed, but it, uh, two weeks from now, probably two weeks. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, these shit, BT chapters. These B oh, when's Jolian? Like next week. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to sound like I'm mad about Jajolian, but, man, it, it, it definitely messes up with our plans sometimes. So when Jajolian happens, we'll cover Jajolian, as always, and we'll just push mm -hmm. everything back a little bit. These BT chapters are, like, super dense now. <laughs> these, are some, yeah. these are some dense chapters. Yeah, there's 60 pages now. Um, but, yeah, thank you, everyone who listens to us on the SoundCloud, the people that post on the subreddit, um, listen to us on iTunes and Google Play. Like, comment, subscribe. You know the whole deal by now. Uh, I like to post a bunch of screen caps I take during the uh, the read-throughs on our Twitter, at JoJo underscore cast. So check those out if you haven't. They're very good content. I've and checked them out. I've seen them. They're good. <laughs> yeah. So they're, we'll see you good. next week, guys. Thanks again for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Thank you.